Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. When you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Everybody, Bob Stoffer joining you on Oilers uh, now. And uh, Dave, we've got some developments here. Uh, I was running through in the last ten seconds. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Uh, This is Oilers now, brought to you by Digitex. Digitex is a local Alberta company that supports local business and charities. Digitex is six thirty. Cheds, copy your team. Dave, could you do me a favor and reach out to uh, Mr. Simpson and see if he'd be willing to move up by twenty minutes on today's show? Thank you very much, and we'll do a flip. Uh, Coming up on today's edition of Oilers now, we'll get to about last night. Couple tremendous hockey games. Um, including the ongoing Winnipeg-Nashville series, which has been uh, outstanding viewing of that. There is little uh, debate. Uh, we will uh, hook up with Miko Koskinen. He is the goaltender that the Edmonton Oilers agreed to terms with yesterday. We'll talk to uh, Miko uh, coming up uh, sometime in the first hour of the show. Craig Simpson, regular Wednesday contributor uh, from NHL Hockey and Rogers, uh, Hockey Night in Canada. At 105 today, Bob Green. He is the Director of Player Personnel. We'll talk about where the Oilers are in their draft slot at number 10. Uh, the depth of this year's draft, all that kind of fun stuff. And at 135 today, 
the general manager and president of the Hamilton Bulldogs, former Edmonton Oilers defenseman, Steady Steve Steos, who, by the way, has got the Bulldogs in the OHL final. They're a big underdog. They're going to play Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, Craig will join us in about five minutes. In about five minutes. There we go. So we'll move Craig Simpson up to uh, 12 uh, 13 on today's edition of uh, Oilers Now. Here's how you get hold of us on our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino. George Thurgood coming up in town May 7th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can email us at oilersnow at 630 Text us at 630-634. Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. I'm on Twitter, Bob underscore Stoffer. The show Twitter account at oilersnow. Dave Campbell is at... Dave underscore Chet. There you have it. Uh, we'll tell you, Stoffer Inspector, every Tuesday and Thursday during the playoffs. Brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. A reminder, Saturday, you can watch and wager live racing at Northlands Park and the Kentucky Derby. All right, so we'll hear from uh, Miko Koskinen uh, today, just after 12.35. Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey and Rogers will join us at 12.10. We are going to get to about last night right now. couple excellent hockey games. You know what? We're Western Canadians out here. Uh, let's get to the series involving the Winnipeg Jets. Blake Wheeler striking big time in the third for the Jets last night after they rebounded from a 3-0 first period deficit. Wheeler back up top of the right point of Bufflin. Back to Wheeler. In for Shifley. Big save. Rebound. Score! Blake Wheeler after Pecorani made a terrific save off Blake off of Mark Shifley. The rebound to the far side to Wheeler. Sharp angle. He buries it. And the captain has the Jets in front. 5-4 with 4.59 to go. Kept in by Eckholm. The shot right on. Rebound cleared by Shifley. Craig Smith knocked away from him. Wheeler at the empty net. Scores! Wheeler from the edge of the circle in his own zone. Right in the middle of the empty net. And the Winnipeg Jets have a 6-4 lead with 50.8 seconds left to go in the game. All right, I'm going to be the first to admit, at the start of the season, I, I thought Winnipeg had a lot of talent. I didn't see this. They're a good team. I mean, a rally from 3-0 down on home ice in Game 3 of a series after you just lost a heartbreaker in overtime in Game 2 in Nashville showed tremendous uh, character. So, uh, anyhow... It was, a, it was a big one last night, and they got her done. No question. The Winnipeg Jets, big, heavy, fast team. Uh, Paul Maurice, a, a year ago at this time, a lot of people thought Shovel Day off and Maurice needed to go. Jets stuck with the program. They did have those support players coming. Um, they bred offensive confidence in, in some of their secondary players. They are a lethal team. They make the deal to pick up Paul Statsny, which was rare for that team in the past. Some might say there's a recipe to that moving forward for other organizations. Now, Washington and Pittsburgh, highly entertaining hockey game. Uh, the Tom Wilson hearing taking place today. Still no resolution on that front yet. Uh, my guess is he's going to get suspended. But uh, Alexander Ovechkin, the great eight coming through late in the third period. Huck stolen as Bono went down in a two-on-one. Do they have anything left in the tank? Backstrom coming here. He'll hold and now bring it across and a shot. They score! They score! Alex Ovechkin with 107 to go. It's four. 
three, Washington here in Pittsburgh. So, uh, yes, uh, a big one for the uh, Washington Capitals. I believe that's uh, Mr. Walton with the call. Yep. John Walton, is that his name? Yeah, had him on uh, Inside Sports last week when I was... Yeah, he's high energy, good good guy, good guy, guy. big voice. These are not the same Washington Capitals of the past, it looks like. Well, uh, all I'll say is until they vanquish the uh, monolith that is known as the Pittsburgh Penguins, (laughs) I ain't betting against Pittsburgh, because Pittsburgh, you know, they got game four coming up. Now, if Washington wins game four, I think they're going to win the series. But I just have a feeling Pittsburgh's going to win game four, Dave. Yeah, they always seem to answer. Yeah. All right, so let's do it. Uh, We'll take a quick time out here in Oilers now. Craig Simpson coming up from NHL Hockey and Rogers. We'll hear from Oilers goaltender Miko Koskinen, who has agreed to terms coming up just after 1235. This is Oilers Now from the lovely Chorus Studios in the city's southeast side. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oscar Clefbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. It's 12.15 in Edmonton. Uh, did a flip here because we're going to have an opportunity to talk to Oilers uh, goaltender Miko Koskinen, who's agreed to terms. We'll hook up with him just after 12.35. Craig Simpson's been kind enough to switch times for us. Of course, he's with NHL Hockey and Rogers. He's a regular contributor to the show. Craig, how are you? I'm good, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, we'll get to the series in a second uh, because uh, you worked a number of years uh, alongside Brian Ross. You've known him for a long time, dating back to when you uh, arrived in Edmonton. Uh, he passed away uh, a couple days ago. And uh, I just, you know, as, as a guy who uh, was on the coaching staff when he was video coach and that sort of thing, uh, I was just wondering uh, whether or not, uh, you know, you wanted to just uh, say a few words about a, a pretty unique person. Yeah, Brian was uh, just a real loyal, uh, strong friend, a wonderful person. Uh, anybody who came across paths with Brian, it was hard not to love him. Uh, he, he was a real selfless guy, always worried about uh, how other people were doing, was uh, just a wonderful spirit and personality to be around. So uh, it's one of those watching him battle so hard uh, and fought the cancer for so long, it was pretty inspiring to see him. Uh, uh, but also one of those by the end, you know, you were uh, wanting him to have some peace. So it was a bittersweet day and uh, very sad. But uh, I know, you know, he'll uh, at least finally he's fought the fought hard. And uh, what a great life he lived. He's a wonderful person. All right. Well stated by uh, your part. And he was loyal, fiercely loyal to those that he supported. And mm-hmm. love to have a good debate as well. All yeah. right. Uh, hey, how fortunate. You, you know what? When you're in the moment, and you've had lots of experiences in your life, but when you're in the moment and you're working a series like this one, it's got to be pretty special, this, this Winnipeg Nationals, because the games, the last two games have just been fantastic. Yeah, and it, it really is the, you know, the sense of two real heavyweights. <laughs> you know, a lot of times you see two good teams that are maybe cautious and, and don't ever seem to be able to break out or get their game going. Uh 
and the last two games for sure have just shown that how similar these teams are in their makeup. You know, set strength on the back end. Uh, guys can make plays, join the rush, be physical, and then really skilled up front. Uh, so it's it's very reminiscent back to you know the earlier days when you'd have offensive games and you've had uh, really good teams that aren't afraid to open it up and make some mistakes and but also uh, produce and score some goals so if we can continue to get the the high energy of uh, entertainment that the last two have brought it would be a, a heck of a series going forward too the one thing is now the jets are deep and they've got a yep. lot of skill but you know, when I'm watching them play, it's apparent to me that they're not... We went through a period in the NHL, and you know what? You can extend this metaphor for top-level soccer, and maybe it's just a byproduct of a different generation, but coaches are letting their young guys go for it. And the, yep. day, the days of don't make mistakes, and they're letting their young guys who've got greater skill than ever before just get after it and attack. And that's kind of how the game was played back when you played, Craig. And then we, we went into this period for, I don't know, 15, 20 years where it was really defensive-minded and don't take chances and don't put yourself out of... Am I reading too much in this? or am no, I and, and you and you and I have talked about this a lot. Of A lot of the really good teams in the league right now are living that uh, reality that their younger players are have to be really big contributors if you're going to push yourself over the top and uh, i think you're right that both sides have uh, allowed you know it's not like the coaches aren't game planning and you don't have a system set up uh, or you don't know how you want to stop a certain breakout but uh, i think both coaches feel that their teams are better when they're not tinkering too much with them. And, you know, Paul Maurice said yesterday, when, when we start playing a hard, hard matchup and you're pulling guys off the ice, our game slows down and we're not as good a hockey team. So I think there's always a balance and you'll always coach within what the score of the game is. But, you know, you had a game like last night where you have a horrible first period for the home team and you know, that just almost opens up the floodgates, doesn't it, to pin your ears back and uh, get going and, it was ironic that, you know, four-on-four hockey had a lot to do. Winnipeg only scored six in 82 games, and they've already had three in the last two games, and two of them by Bufflin, who's been an absolute horse in the series. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun to watch. Um, the other thing that's happened is Winnipeg was perceived as being a very cautious organization, but give them credit. Craig, I mean, they stepped up and went up and paid the price, gave up uh, a late, albeit a late first-round pick, but a late first-round pick for Paul Statsny, and that moved little down to what's now an effective third. Like, they are deep down the middle. They got got a lot of really good forwards. I mean, you know... They're not the same uh, team without Statsny in there, though. I mean, it really does just... Um, fit their lines perfectly. You said little. You think of him. He's been as high as the number one center right. two, three years ago, and a little miscast there. But you're, you're right. The Kevin Shovel Dayoff has been patient and and not instinctively, you know, pulling the trigger on wild deals. But uh, I think this came at the right time. I really felt, uh, Bob, that you know, despite not making the playoffs last year and having a fairly inexperienced playoff team. He really felt that this was a year that they did have that makeup and that their young guys were maturing at the right time. So uh, I, I think that deal has made it such a more difficult team to play against from a matchup standpoint. Craig, if I ever got lucky enough to be in management, I would never hesitate to move a 25th or later pick at any time. And that team was, you know, in the position where they were going to basically be 
you know, either in the Final Four or you know, 25, 26. In terms well, look of, at the young guys that are that, filling the roles right now, right? right? You got right. young Shifley, young Line A, young uh, Healers, young Connor. I mean, they've got a, a plethora of, of skilled offensive guys in that role as a young player. Two things I want to hit on. The goaltender, Connor Hallebach, he said today, I don't care if I win 10-9. Sound like somebody that used to play for you, in front of you? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I think what I was saying last night, it's just intriguing, isn't it, that these are two of the Vesna Trophy finalists, and both, you know, Rene's been already pulled twice in the playoffs in just nine games, and Hellebuck's been pulled once, gave up five, and, uh, and now four again last night. So I, I think what they're realizing is how different a game the playoffs are and how each series really takes on a different feel as well. Like this, this one is one that you can throw out your stats as a, as a goaltender, but if you do have that mentality, and last night was a great example. We showed a couple of shoulder saves when it was 3 nothing. One, he got lucky off the post, uh, but that's where, as a goaltender, you got to erase the 3 nothing that you've given up. And when your team starts running, you got to let them know that all they're going to need is four or five to win because you're not going to uh, let in a bad one again. Craig Simpson joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers. After the game, a couple interviews, one with Blake Wheeler on your guys' broadcast, and he yep. talked about, he basically inferred there was nothing artificial with the emotion in, in the building. Uh, I don't know if you heard the comment. I did, yep. Because I've actually said something to Nashville management about it, the experience in their barn. Uh, because and, and you know what? Hey, they do that chant on the goaltender. It's, yep. it's pretty. But there was a little bit of a, ah, for lack of a better term, and i, I got to watch it here because Dave Campbell's a wrestling fan and so is Brandon. But <laughs> Artificial a, noise? Yeah, you know, well, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's a little bit of the, you know, uh a little bit of the wrestling feel at times to it, and that's what they had to do initially to penetrate the market. Whereas, yep. it's do you do you notice it as well that there is a little bit different vibe in the two buildings? Well, I think so, and I, I think the uh, you know the reality of Game One in Nashville was I, I've never done a you know, granted I haven't done a huge amount of games in Nashville, but definitely right. the from the Stanley Cup Final uh, to going and watching the games before this round. That's the quietest I've ever seen from a playoff time. I mean, they were just shocked at what the Jets were able to do in that game one. And, you know, I looked at uh, similar in uh, game one here with the Jets getting, or game three, get Jets getting down 3 nothing. But I, I do feel that, you know, the fan here is a is not a learned learning the game of hockey they've grown up with it right. with their parents their grandparents and so uh it is a different atmosphere and you know i, I think that the team to their credit and wheeler you know think of wheeler an, an american uh, now captain of this team in this area and they've really embraced that uh, you know protecting the reputation of the city and the reputation of their team and this this year's playoffs, they're hoping anyways, are going to go a long way to, to prove that. Uh, on the NBC show, I don't know if you heard, uh, but Dustin Bufflin used one of the seven words that George Carlin used to say. Oh, did he? Yes. <laughs> no, I didn't. He dropped an S-bomb, but I think you can get away with that one. I think we're only down to three words anymore that you can't say on TV, <laughs> yeah. but he just yeah. said blank happens. It was pretty funny. So, yeah. uh, But he has been a horse, hasn't he, Dustin? He, he's been incredible. I had a great talk with Charlie uh, about him in the morning yesterday and he just said that you know uh, earlier in the year he wasn't getting a ton of credit or he wanted a ton of uh, attention but he said all year long he's really managed 
you know, those risky mistakes or bad decisions, and he has been dialed into just being an effective player every night. They've had a healthier back end, so they haven't had to, you know, he's at 26-47 in the playoffs, but there was times where he was at that in the regular season, which is too much over 80 games. Right. And they got him down to about 22 and change during the year, and I think it's really helped him. And he has, you know, we often talk to young players and say nobody's going to remember as a defenseman if you only had three to five goals in the regular season. But if you have the playoffs that he's having now and you can get that team and win the Stanley Cup and you're a force, I mean, that's what gives you the legacy and that's what gives your reputation, uh, you know, what you'll become as a player. Craig, uh, you've been in the game a long time. Have you ever seen a guy that's six foot four and a half, six foot five, 255 to 260 pounds that's that that's that, <laughs> that can good. move that's that good like yeah, he's no, and, really and has good agility. Uh, that, that's the big thing to me and you know in in game two there where he was ragdolling uh austin watson who's about six four and 220 yeah. uh, as well and uh and forsberg it was just incredible and so uh, I, I think the difference for him now, I mean, there's been lots of talk in his career, okay, maybe you're not quite in shape enough or you're not focused enough. He's a mature guy now. He's been a focused player all year. He's in great shape. And, man, when you can get him, uh, as you would say, skating downhill, it's like, how are you going to stop that guy? Because yeah, when he gets that little momentum or he takes a turn around the net and starts going up ice, it, it's just a... He really is a physical force, and he's been a lot of fun to watch because you could tell he's, he was a catalyst for that team to give a little bit of a spark to get them back into the game last night. I remember about three years ago, uh, maybe during the 14-15 season, Luke Gazdick got the puck up the left side boards and got turned the wrong way, yeah. and Bufflin caught him clean, and Luke got knocked out into next week. And all I can yeah. think of is there's one of the five toughest fighters in the NHL and he just got the snot knocked right out of him, and I, well, and there's nobody there on the Oilers. Like, who's going to no, do not anything? At all. And, uh, there's not really anyone. And and in that four on four, I don't know if you watched, you had Tyler Myers six eight on his left and Buffalo on the right, and they were both Myers. I thought had yeah. he's had a really good uh, series as well, and I thought he had a, just a wonderful game. So. Like you're trying to, you know, you're Victor Arvidsson trying to wheel your way through there. That that's a pretty tough task of a defensive pairing to get around. Craig, we'll be watching it tomorrow night. Thanks a lot for your time. All right, Bob. Take care. You bet. From NHL Hockey and Rogers, that is Craig Simpson. It is 1228 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update. When we come back, providing that we can uh, work this, uh, we'll get hold of uh, Miko Koskinen, the Oilers uh, netminder who agreed to terms yesterday. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.